Hello everyone, I'm Paris Fox and I'd like to welcome you to 12 O'Clock High, a podcast on business leadership with Tom Fox, hosted by Richard Lummis. Hello everyone, this is Tom Fox, back for another episode. Richard Lummis is on assignment this week. Uh, today, I am extraordinarily pleased to have Allison Van Hooser with me. Allison and I met this summer at the National Speakers Association Conference annual event, and um, she and I have um, been collaborating on a few different projects since that time. She has started her own podcast that we're going to talk about a little bit at the end. And um, so I guess, first of all, Allison, uh, welcome, and thank you for taking the time to visit with me today. Thank you so much, Tom. Yes, I've, I've loved that the work that we've done over the past <clears throat> couple year, or couple months, and I'm excited to be here with you today and uh, help develop and hopefully open some eyes for some leaders that are listening. So uh, Allison wrote an article I saw last week on LinkedIn, and uh, as you know, on this podcast, uh, Richard and I talk about leadership. We use a variety of sources. We use history. We use our own personal experience. We use current events, and we use popular culture. And Allison really took that last piece, popular culture, and used that as a mechanism to explore several different issues of leadership. And that popular culture was Gray's Anatomy. So if we can just start with that, Allison, why did you write um, this article using Gray's Anatomy as an introduction to some of the points on leadership you wanted to raise? So my number one goal is to reach more leaders and empower more leaders. And so my thinking was, how can I reach outside of the normal leadership stuff that people are seeing everywhere and reach those leaders who either don't see themselves as leaders or who aren't interested in personal or leadership development right now. And so I've been watching the show Grey's Anatomy for years. It's on season 16. And I know that obviously because it's on season 16, it's very popular and it's something that people my age are watching. And a lot of times I'm probably I'm definitely not the norm. So when I'm watching shows, I'm looking at them differently than most people. And I thought, if I can take this show that's super popular, maybe if someone sees this article out there on Grey's Anatomy, they'll actually click on it because that's something that they are interested in. And when I point out a few things that those characters are doing, maybe that'll open their eyes to um, the leadership possibilities or the things that they could do in their own life to lead themselves and the people that they work with better. Well, Allison, that's a great point. Uh, On this podcast, we often do that, uh, try to look at movies or read uh, books, both fiction and nonfiction, and use uh, some television shows. Do you see leadership lessons in a wide variety of places kind of outside the leadership library that we all know about? Absolutely. Leadership is everywhere. And because what I do for a living, speaking and training and developing leaders, my antenna is always up. So whether whether I'm at dinner with someone or watching TV or reading a book, something like that, um, I'm and I've been doing this since I was a kid. We've talked about that on a previous podcast. I'm looking and watching and listening and trying to figure out why people do what they do and the result that they're getting from it. And the fact of the matter is that we're all leaders, whether you're leading yourself or you're leading people in your company, you're either leading well or you're leading poorly, but we're all leaders. And so absolutely, I've got my ear to the ground for leadership lessons in everyday life in every way, because no matter what industry you're in or what position you hold or don't hold, we are all leaders. 
if we could maybe go to some of the points you raised in the article. And one thing I've heard you say several times in multiple different forums is it's important to get back up. I was wondering if you could uh, talk about that in the context of how you use the Gray's Anatomy article to uh, bring that point forward. But more importantly, why is that such an important leadership lesson? So I don't know about you, Tom, but I don't know many people who've had just an easy life, an easy road for their entire life. So what I see from the people that I've met, the people that I know, is that most people go through hard things. And that you have two choices when that happens. You can succumb to the pressure or the feelings in that moment, or you can choose to take action that's going to get you further towards your goals. And so when I pointed out Joe, who's the character in Grey's Anatomy that I focused on, um, she's not the main character, but she is um, someone who has a story that's followed throughout this series. So I focused on Joe because Joe is dealing with mental uh, mental illness issues, and she checked herself into a to a hospital to get help with that. And even recently there was Mental Health Awareness Day and everybody was sharing their stories of these issues that they have. And that affects everyone, or affects people, no matter if you're holding a high level leadership position or if you're a frontline leader, we're all gonna face hard times. But if you wanna be successful, you have to make the choice to get back up. When you have a difficult situation at work, when someone says something that um, that hurts you, or when you go through, you work really hard on a project and you don't get the result that you want, successful leaders get back up and they go back out there. They perform better. They do what it takes to get to the next level. They don't just lay down and give up because things got hard. So I wanted to point that out about Joe because other people probably aren't watching Grey's Anatomy thinking about those leadership lessons, but that's exactly what she did. I mean, she got help and then she went back out there and now she's at a level even better than she was before, all because she made a decision to get back up. Allison, I was extraordinarily intrigued with your next point, and let me see if I get this right as I wrote it down. Why you should not take the first opportunity. Uh, could you tell us how you used the Grey's Anatomy episode to illustrate that point. And really, uh, what are you trying to get at with that one? In the Grey's Anatomy episode where Joe has multiple opportunities, she gets out of this hospital and her husband runs a hospital and he says, Joe, you can leave everything behind where you used to work. You don't have to go in there and face the people who are going to be judging you because of what you've been through or who you are or the issues that you're facing. You can just get away from all of that and come work with me and I'll give you a high level position in the hospital. And so Joe could have said, oh, absolutely. I wouldn't have to deal with any of the negative stuff at where I used to work, and I could just have this brand new, fresh start in a management position, not a management position, but in a higher leadership role. But she remembered what her ultimate goal was and where she wanted to be and where she wanted to be in her career. And that hospital, even though her husband runs that hospital, did not fit into where she really wanted to go. So 
in realizing that she had an opportunity there, it made sense that she should have that opportunity somewhere else. And so she wanted to be at the place where she was. So initially, she got back up. She didn't succumb to the fear of rejection or of judgment that she might face when she went back there. So she goes back in there, and she asks for a better opportunity than what she had before she left. And she got it. And to me... She could have taken that job with her husband and would have not ended up in the place that she really wanted to be in the end. She wouldn't really have accomplished, she wouldn't have had the resources there to accomplish the goal that she wanted. So when I say don't jump at the first opportunity, just because something is shiny doesn't mean that's what you should go after. Leaders have to step back, take time to analyze different viable alternative options and then make the best choice not just the one that might seem right at first first breath now I will say this when you're weighing these options as leaders you cannot get stuck in that process of oh do I choose this or what if I choose this and then what's going to happen here yes you need to take time to um, analyze all of the opportunities that you have, but in the end, you've got to pick away and go all in and go after it because spending time in that in-between space of wondering if which one is right, the right decision and then um, spending time in regret or worry that you've made the wrong decision is not going to do any good. So weigh your options, pick the best one, and then go all in. That's what I would recommend for leaders in all situations. Allison, one of the reasons this point intrigued me so much is I think it's often difficult uh, to know uh, what's the best option. Uh, but more importantly, um, for someone who is is growing to be a leader or tr- uh, trying to learn to be a leader and taking the steps, the personal steps they need to to uh, expand their toolkit and toolboxes, um, they don't often get the best job or the right, the perfect job. And so I'm often afraid that people will wait for the perfect, uh, and that gets in the way of the good, particularly when you can take a position or you can take a project or you can do something that's really going to help with your own personal growth. How do you help someone think through something like that? Let me give you an example. I was with a group yesterday doing leadership development, and I gave this same example. So I was working at a bank. Um, early in my career, and I had told the CEO, my goal is to one day be the CEO of this bank. And it sort of became a joke, but it it was also, he he knew I was serious in saying that I had goals within that organization. A couple years into the organization, um, he had allowed me to make strategic moves and um, have my eyes open to different aspects of the business so that I could grow. But then he asked me to take a position in the bank that I did not want to, that was not part of the plan in me. Um, hopefully achieving my goal of becoming CEO of that bank one day. But he said, if you do this, this is the need that we have right now. I'll continue to open doors for you. So I had a decision to make right then. Do I take the opportunity, um, to do something that maybe I didn't really want to do, but I was still going to have access to other opportunities that would help me continue to grow? Or did I make the decision to find another job? So I had options at that time. And I I could have picked the thing that was shiny and went and found something else that I knew would get me further down the road faster to where I wanted to be. Or 
I could take the job where I knew I had a leader who was invested in my own professional development. And that's what I chose. And that continued to pay off year after year as I was with that organization. And there were things that I even learned in that position that I didn't initially want to be in that continue to prove valuable to me today as I'm starting my leadership business. Allison, your next point seemed to be around pushing through hard issues, hard situations, uh, hard times. And I was wondering, how is that different than uh, getting back up after you've fallen? And how do you uh, coach people, coach leaders, to push through hard issues? So when I say get back up, to me, that's an immediate choice. Am I going to get back up? But then getting through hard things is a process. And the way I coach people through that is you have to become someone who's obsessed with your end result. And so you start changing the things that you're listening to, the things that you're watching, the things that you're reading, the people you surround yourself with. You start strategically making decisions that are going to get you further down the road. That's the process of getting through hard things. It starts with a choice to get back up. But then you have to be willing every day to show up and put in the work to get through the hard things, to deal with the hard things so that you can come out on the end. And as leaders, we're facing difficult issues with leading employees every day. And to positively navigate those challenges, you've got to realize it's a process. You have to initially make the choice to get back up and go after it. But then you have to make choices every day that are going to turn that situation around in the end. Does that make sense? It does to me. Um, And then uh, really you seem to end with a really interesting point, and I hope I wrote this down correctly, which is it's not about Joe, it's about you. Uh, Can you explain what you meant by that? Absolutely. So we talked about very few people are interested in personal and leadership development. So the fact that your listeners are even listening to this right now means they're in the minority, which is so exciting to me. But I wrote that article for the majority. And I wanted to point out that this article I've written about Joe, but this is not about Joe. This message is for you and for your life. And how can you apply these three points to your leadership journey so that you can better lead yourself and the people around you? And I did not want to end that article and have people not making that connection because I didn't just want to write a story about Joe and Grey's Anatomy. I wanted to enact change within people, inspire change within people. So, Allison, if I could uh, turn now to uh, the podcast you started, and I was wondering if you could uh, talk about uh, just, I think, uh, Friday, excuse me, Thursday, November 1, your fifth episode goes up. What has that uh, process and experience been like for you? So it's something that is a completely new experience for me. It's been so exciting. The name of that podcast is Stake, the Leadership Podcast. Um, It's really important to me that the leadership development work that I do, that the people who are students of that, that they see positive change in their life, personally and professionally. And I want to give them tools to do that. I don't like talking in big, general, theoretical terms. I want to give people nitty-gritty action items they can do. And that's even sort of where the name came from. Put your stake in the ground and do something with what you've learned. And I can say that to your listeners today, even as they listen to this podcast right now. Every day you have the choice to do something to advance yourself on your leadership journey. Um, But it comes down to a choice of 
are you going to take action or not? So I'm loving the podcast. It started out um, as me going through some things that I believe are very important for leaders. But what I'm excited to start sharing are the interviews on the podcast. So the one that's coming out um, the 1st of November is the very first interview on the podcast with a really actionable step that everyone can take. Not many will, but those who are going to stand out from everybody else, those who are going to be successful, they will do it. So I'm excited for that to be shared with the world on November 1st. And um, Tom, that all happened because of you. So I have to say thank you for that opportunity. Um, Allison, if someone wanted more information on yourself, the services you provide, or your thoughts on leadership, uh, I'm going to tell them about the podcast, but why don't you tell them where they could go uh, the rest of the time? Sure. Uh, my website is www.vanhooser.com. There you can sign up to receive the blog to your inbox if you're intrigued by the Grey's Anatomy blog that I wrote. But if you want a more personal look into um, how I see leadership on an everyday basis, follow me on Facebook and Instagram at Allison Van Hooser. And Allison's podcast, Stake, a podcast on leadership, is on the Compliance Podcast Network. It's also available on iTunes, Spotify, uh, iHeartRadio, and a wide variety of other platforms. So I hope you'll check it out. It's got some great stuff. Allison, thanks so much, and I look forward to uh, visiting with you again. Thank you so much, Tom. This is Paris Fox again. We hope you enjoyed this episode of 12 O'Clock High, a podcast on business leadership with Tom Fox. If you enjoyed the show, please go to iTunes and rate the podcast. Thank you for listening. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.